Yo, this episode is brought to you by Strange Beast. Strange Beast. What, what is, is Strange Beast? Oh, wow. Whoa. Jinx, you owe me a Strange Beast. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Strange Beast is a hard kombucha. It's brewed with a real scoby in it. Um, these things are incredible, man. Dude, it's a natural, organic, hard kombucha. It's a... Uh, how many percentage is the uh, alcohol the one i'm drinking right now is seven percent so it gets the job done what flavor you got right there right now i got the blueberry acai and basil i just had their new their new flavor i went up camping brought some strange beasts with me i had the watermelon sea salt lime and mint and man it was refreshing yeah dude they're really good we wouldn't have uh worked with them honestly if we didn't like it but i'm really i'm drinking one right now and I, i just love this stuff it's organic bro it's organic so it's healthy so Get your get your strange beast on. Go sip up, and uh, thank you guys for supporting the podcast. Yeah, let's get strange. Let's get it. Yo, 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 camp. We're back. Are we back? Yeah, we're back. Oh, we are back, baby. We're uh, about to jump into practice today. Tanner's in the other room. Yeah. You know, fiddling Undressing. with his guitar, probably tuning it, probably... Getting naked. Who knows what he's doing, but we're about to practice for Red Rocks today. We're playing uh, at Red Rocks with Jizza and Sublime on Saturday, so we're flying out for that on Friday. Yeah. And uh, it's been a couple weeks since we've done a podcast. Um, yeah, I had to cancel last week's because <laughs> it's all your fault. We, um, well, we had a photo shoot that we did, and then I had to go to the dentist, and they're like, "Come in, it'll be quick. It's like twenty minutes. You'll be in and out." I was like, "Cool." I show up, and they cut into my gums and had to numb my whole mouth, and I had no idea I was going to be um, like any sort of pain or anything going on that day. So after that. Um, we just, I, I came straight here and we, we started writing some music and hanging out, but I couldn't really get through the uh, another podcast with my mouth all numbed. And this week I'm sick, but I'm still here because I'm dedicated. Yeah. Uh, you feel sick right now? Yeah. Not feel, or I don't feel great. I felt worse the last two days, but trying Fuck. to. Uh, I don't want to get sick before Red Rocks. I know. That's why I, I brought a bottle of Purell and I'm not touching anything. And it's not, as long as I don't like sneeze into your mouth. Is that why you put plastic wrap all over your body? Yeah, and the, that's why I have gloves, too. I'm wearing a condom also. Yeah. It's hard to put a condom on limp. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to shove it in there. You do. You have, ma- you have to mash it. But, you know, I just wanted to be safe here. I don't Bangers get and mash. I you guys sick. Bangers and mash. Yeah. No, Mont, Mont went to a... She got a free ticket to Coachella, so she went there last week, and she brought, brought me back home an a awesome souvenir of uh, COVID. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, we all have COVID. We're playing at Red Rock soon. <laughs> Don't tell Sublime with Rome, but they're all about to be sick. Jizza too. Yeah. No, I'm um, just kidding. It's not, I, uh, I, I tested myself to make sure cause I didn't want to be, you know, get everybody sick, but. I went to a show. Uh, I went to a couple shows last week. I went to, uh, I got, went and saw Mark Norman live at, at Stand Up Live. Oh dude, how was Phoenix. that? It was absolutely incredible. He is so fucking funny. Openers, 
Very questionable. One of the openers, terrible. Were they on tour with him or locals? Dude, I don't know. I think I think the guy that was on before him was possibly on tour with him. Okay. But I couldn't tell what was going on because it was so fucking weird. Like, this dude, he was like a super woke comedian. Yeah. And then Mark Norman walks on and, like, completely levels out the playing field and just starts making fun of everyone. Yeah. Like... This guy's just making jokes that, like, you can tell aren't resonating in the room. It's like, dude, you're in fucking Arizona. Yeah. Like, you gotta maybe, I don't know. Yeah. And and they weren't even, like, that great of jokes. No. He had, like, a couple that were kind of funny, but a lot of it was just, like, ah, oh, he's just trying to, like, virtue signal right here. And this yeah. sucks, and I, it's gross. And then Mark Norman comes on and just starts making fun of every single political uh, ideology and race and, like... Just everything. Dude, Mark Norman's fucking great. It was pretty cool. At the end of it, at the end of all of his bits, and like he's just fast. It's like boom, boom, boom. Just so fucking funny one after another. And at the end of it, he kind of spoke about how he thinks comedy is really important because it brings people together, especially during this time where everyone's so heated and hating each other for their different ideas. I like his uh, salad comedy because it's, like, a little quicker. It's not, like, super long stories. I, I love, like, the long story ones. and they, Like, they can be, like, super impactful if they're done right. But I like how his are kind of just, like, they're just jokes. And they're, like, fucking good. It's kind of like uh, the Anthony Jessel that quick fire off. Yeah. Like, it's just but, like, but his style's... He's not as dark. As yeah, I like him more, I yeah. think. He's fucking great, man. I, uh, I love it, him. It was dope. It was funny as fuck, dude. So that was... I haven't been to a comedy show in a while, so I went with my little brother. Got to spend time with him. And then the next night, I saw Pariah Pete and his band play at Valley Bar. They sold out Valley Bar. Dope. And I haven't been to Valley Bar in probably a couple of years. Dude, I don't know if I've ever been there. Yeah, it's a cool cool little spot. Um, he packed the room and put on an incredible show, dude. I was blown away by his live band. Oh, actually, I saw Mouse Powell play there years ago. Nice. That's yeah, dope. His, his, he did well, though? His, his band is, is fucking sick. Dope. Like, they're bass player and their guitarists and the, all of them are jazz like teachers well some oh, of them like teach jazz some of them teach other types of shit but they're all just like insane musicians that are really talented so it's it's kind of crazy he's got this like very cool setup with a dope ass live band and yeah but anyways yeah that's a lot i did it i don't go out that much bro so that no, was a lot for me that was crazy boys night out yeah it was fun nice um what else has been going on? We've just been uh, we've been trying to write some new music. We have a some pretty really s- cool fucking writing sessions coming up here that we're trying to prepare for, and we can't really talk about those because you know that's what the show is about is saying like little hints about things that we can never announce until yeah. years later once we're able to announce it. But um, yeah, exactly. we got some like really cool shit coming up to be excited for, and like recently we've just been kind of coming together a couple times a week here and just trying to come up with like just super basic rough ideas that we could eventually write over so it's kind of fun not like trying to write a song but to just write like music yeah i mean yeah for sure and uh we've been trying a bunch of different ways of doing that that we haven't done in a long time like sitting down in a room and just jamming so um, yeah we came up with an intro jam for red rocks yeah, and it's fucking crazy, and that's why we're here today. It's to try to remember that and make sure it's as dope as it can be because it's it's fucking cool. We'll yeah. probably end up using it for the rest of that uh, summer tour. Yeah, super sick. Um, I heard you went vegan for Earth Day. Yeah, I did go vegan for Earth Day. Actually, I just ate liver with the Liver King. 
Oh, that's sick. Yeah. That's dope. That's so you. Yeah, it is me. Um, <laughs> yeah, what was Earth Day happened? That was cool. I didn't celebrate at all, but it was, I like that. Um, my favorite part of Earth Day is girls that uh, like our influencers that like post like a McDonald's ad like two days before Earth Day, and then on Earth Day they're like talking about how much they love the Earth. Yeah, uh, I love like my metal straws. Yeah, <laughs> post a picture of their silicone straws when every other day of the week, it's uh, whatever happens happens, baby. Dude. Fake holidays have new legs with with Instagram and like social media. Yeah, today uh, they it's coming out that it looks like Twitter actually is gonna sell to to Elon Musk. I I just saw that. That's um, pretty crazy. That's pretty nuts. I hope he removes all the bots. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder how much it's, it's gonna, gonna change a whole lot. I don't think. I don't know. I mean, the reason he's saying that he's buying it is because he wants free speech to be a real thing. So. Yeah. But he also is a billionaire and like exactly. So it's like to know what's actually going to happen. It really depends. We just got to wait and see. But, you know, I don't know. Ideally. Yeah, dude, it's such a crazy fucking thing, bro. How much uh, how much power these like tech companies have. I mean, it says every billionaire in the world runs everything. That's kind of how it always has been. It's not like he. It's not like it wasn't owned by a billionaire before Elon Musk tried to buy it. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, it's uh, it's not like people are acting. Well, like, what he's like this, what he's. Oh no! Like these oligarchs are taking over. It's like, dude, they already did. It's already happened. Yeah, so. but yeah, but what he's trying to say, which I have no idea if it's true, is he wants to make it a free speech platform. Yeah, and a lot of people have been removed from Twitter by saying things that are just not something you should get removed. Yeah, on Twitter for. Yeah, there's a lot of censorship going on everywhere, and uh, different platforms censor different point of views in different ways that really skews everybody's like uh, outlook on Dude, their reality. It's, so I think uh, it's uh, not only that, but like someone sent me a video the other day of a video that someone made of the green screen, and it was a woman walking through a park with her baby in a stroller, and the grass is green, and there's like birds out, and it's like beautiful, and then the same video, but. The background is like a war-ridden, like fucked-up area in Ukraine, yeah. and it looks fucking real, dude. <clears throat> oh yeah, it looks totally real. So especially with defense, I think too, we're like... already hitting that. We're hitting that weird point where it's very difficult, maybe even impossible, at some points to know what's real, what's true, what's not true, yeah. what's fake. Fuck, it's crazy. I'm not like super trusting in a major tech billionaires uh making that possible but hopefully they do you know it's gonna take like whoever owns those places are always gonna be those people so it's like one of them has to step up eventually and try doing something that's gonna protect uh i have no idea i don't know i don't know nearly enough about elon musk or me either or or, i don't really care or twitter (laughs) or any of that shit it's like i do so much more and more recently i just like stopped tuning in to things that don't like bring me happiness I follow more art and comedians and shit like that than I do. Uh, I just don't pay attention to like the the nonsense as much anymore. It's easy. It's not to, worth it. Yeah, I don't know. Part of me kind of likes to know what's going on to some degree. Yeah, but even then, like sometimes like, I'll you, get do sucked you know into what's going on. No, <laughs> you know, it's that's, like, that's, that's the thing. Is like none of it's us like, do. Yeah, none of us know what the fuck's going on. But there is fucked up shit going on all the time, and yeah. it's like to me, it's interesting to watch how people. I don't know. Yeah. React. And it's not like it's impossible to find like truth, you know? It's just it's harder mm-hmm. harder and harder. With yeah, the internet makes it harder and harder to find yeah. truth. 
but it also makes it it's like the only way it to makes find it easier it, and, <laughs> it makes it easier it's easier yeah. and easier now than ever before to pretend that you're doing really 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 well yeah dude oh man i was seeing videos of coachella and uh every time it I just see... looks so fucking horrible i was so glad I i'm not there. even kidding bro like i've friends that online that have are going to Coachella or like at Coachella and I see their stories and their videos. I'm like, fuck, I don't want to be there at all right now. There's so many people. I don't know why. I don't know why I feel that way, but I'm so like, God damn, I'm happy. I'm I've been there. every year. So like I accidentally <laughs> bought, not accidentally, sort of accidentally bought like six tickets for this year. It was like a ton of them. And <sighs> like they were all VIP and these like camping things and it was a ton of money. And then I just didn't like the lineup. And I, we're, I was already planning on selling four of them and keeping two. And then, um, it just came up to like the last day with the last payment of it. And I was like, fuck this. And we just canceled it. And I got all my money back for it, which was awesome. And then like Mont got the free tickets. So that's why she went, but I didn't like really regret missing out at all. I've always had fun. It's if you go, like if I go with a big group of my friends and it's always like more fun, just hanging out and going to the different things. Then it's less about the music, but it's becoming more and more like this, uh, influencer fucking hunger games thing going on where everybody it's just so weird it's so not my vibe like i i could like i couldn't think of a place i'd rather i would want to hang out less than a place full of influencers (laughs) like no hate to people that do that because i know a lot of them and i know a lot of them are actual nice people but it's like are they real people it's like dude everything (laughs) is like a fucking oh like you everything is said a certain way to look a certain way it's all fake and you're just like this is so weird that's your life it's so weird it's Uh, such a weird fusion of things like (laughs) yeah the initial idea of it is let's get a lot of people together to enjoy music but then it there's always every time something gets too big it begins to turn into something different oh dude i went the one year and it was uh beyonce was headlining and so, like, all the Beyonce, like, dude, the fans of, like, all, everybody pretty much that headlines has, like, these Stan fans that are just, like, insane. And dude, we saw a girl that had a, she wasn't drinking any water. It was, like, 97 out. And you're not, no shade. It was just fucking 97 degrees out. She wasn't drinking any water. And she was standing at the front of the main stage the entire day. And she had a burrito in her fanny pack. And that was the only food she was going to eat. <laughs> but she didn't want to lose her spot. And she wanted to be up front. It's like how you stand there for 10 hours in 100 degrees, not drinking water. Like you're going to faint, baby. You're going down and you're not going to see Beyonce. And But there's like hundreds or thousands and thousands of people that are like that that are just like, they'll yeah. go. And if like, if you have an artist, like say Thundercat's playing and then right after Thundercat is like some mega pop girl, like uh, maybe like Olivia Rodrigo, if she played it. So you would go to see Thundercat, but the front of the stage would be like a thousand kids sitting down waiting, waiting. so like you're sitting back there's nobody in the front because they can't get up there and there's a bunch of teenagers just like laying down on the grass waiting for you know the next artist it's not even going to be there for like another two artists it's like it's so weird yeah but i've had a lot of good experiences there too yeah coachella is not for me anymore dude i'm just getting too old i'm i live in fucking glendale now and i have no access to good restaurants or cool bars or anything so i've just kind of been doing are you having a restaurant um like uh what's it called With, uh, withdrawal withdrawal from going to nice sort restaurants. of i i do kind of miss it but it also i've just been kind of like just focusing on me you know i've been doing me that's what you gotta do yeah i've just been uh i don't know it's kind of it's not that bad i don't like the area 
I don't like having to drive an hour every time I come here. But other than that, it's kind of cool yeah. to not be like, oh, we I have to go do this or we should go to this store. Or, we should go to eat here or whatever. It's like there's all the options out there are just fucking disgusting. So you're just like, no, <laughs> I'm just going to stay inside. Stay home forever. I'm going to cook dinner every night and uh, yeah. watch uh, movies or TV and just like try to get healthier and do nothing. Yeah, that's dope. Um, What else have we been doing? I'm trying to think. Just music, man. Oh, dude, I haven't talked about my trip. I went out to Spokane. Oh, yeah. How was your trip with your dad? It was really dope. We um we went out to this area called Lee's Ferry, me and my dad. So, like, we drove up to Lee's Ferry, Arizona, which is far as fuck. It's, like, on the north border of Arizona. And um, me and my dad went fly fishing for a full day out there. And, dude, this area is fucking insane. Like, I don't know if you've seen pictures of Horseshoe Bend. Do you know that? It's, like, this big water loop it's like this giant mountain with like a circle water thing mm-hmm. going in this river there's a giant dam there but that's pretty much where we were and we got a guide that had a boat and he took us on a boat and we just going through you're at like the edge the north side of the grand canyon so it's the colorado river that feeds into the grand canyon there and we are like you're just on a boat and the river is i don't know maybe like 200 300 yards wide and it's just like 800 foot rock mountain walls on both sides of you. So it feels like you're in like Hydro Thunder. <laughs> Do you remember that video game? Yeah. You just go through, dude, we were just fly fishing all day. Like we caught like 20 fucking fish. It was like one of those, it was just like insane. Like usually you catch one or two if you're lucky. And we were just like pulling them up at like the same time left and right. So that was dope. That's and really cool. The next day we drove all the way up to Spokane, Washington. And uh, it was a good time. I never spent that much time one-on-one with my dad before, and it was kind of, like, cool. Get, I feel like I'm getting to know my parents for the first time. That's but, cool. That's yeah, we awesome, stayed. Dude. Yeah, I changed my flight when I was out there, and we stayed in – I stayed a couple extra days. My brother flew from Seattle to come visit us there, and I went and saw our friends in Article Sound System uh, perform with Collie Buds up in Spokane. And Was uh, that at a cool venue? Is that the Knitting Factory? Oh, yeah, we've played there. We played there with uh, Stick Figure, right? I think so, yeah. So, yeah, we did that. Or I, I went and hung out with them for that night, and it was a good time. We went on a bunch of walks, and one of the walks we were walking is my brother, <laughs> his wife, my mom, and my dad. And seeing the town, the town is so fucking weird. They built their entire like culture off of this um, metal goat that is like three feet tall that sucks up garbage. It has like a vacuum in it. It's called the trash goat, and everything in the city is called like the iron goat or the the flying goat or the something goat. It's all fucking goat themed. So we're walking around this area, and there's like this waterfall, and we walk up to it, and there's just two women just fucking by this waterfall. Like, how are they vigorously? Like, they were both laying down by this waterfall, like in the park where everybody's walking. There's tons of people walking around, and they both were like, like fisting each other, (laughs) like. Like in the they were grass. both fisting <laughs> each other. <laughs> they were both like fisting each other in the grass and like and like intensely staring. And we're like, what? Like my I look back and I look at my brother. I'm like, oh my god. Did your mom see this? Well, I, like, my dad's just looking at the at the. I don't, I think he probably saw it and was just like, like oh weird. And he like looked at. It. So he's just looking at the waterfall. I'm like, I'm like, I can't fucking believe it. I, like, I actually got angry. Cause I was like, why? Like that's so fucking weird. Like, what if there was kids 
Like, it's just fucking weird. No, it's disgusting. It's like That's if it was up. a guy and a girl fucking, you would be like, hey, what the fuck is wrong with you? If it was somebody, a guy jerking off in the grass, they were, were you'd they be naked? like, hey, dude. Were they naked? No, but like they weren't under a blanket. Like they had their pants pulled halfway down and were dude. fucking fisting. Were they? Did they look <laughs> homeless? Were they on drugs? Um, I mean, like- I don't. I didn't get that close to them. They were, but I mean, like we were. It wasn't like they were like down, like far away from us. Like we were maybe twice as far away from each other as me and you are right now. So maybe like <laughs> twenty feet from these people. And like I look at my brother and he's like, "What the fuck?" And he looks at me. I'm like, "Dude, what? like I can't can't believe that they're just doing this." And my dad's like just staring at this waterfall, like pretending nothing's happening. It's like. It was so fucking awkward. <laughs> it was like the weirdest fucking thing, and I was like, so "Wow!" So you had a okay. nice family walk by the waterfall in Spokane. Yeah, that's beautiful. So it was great, but yeah, no, we had a good. That sounds good like time. something you'd see in uh, like Santa Cruz, maybe. Yeah, dude, it, that's a Santa, it was a Santa Cruz type, Cruz type, thing. type of thing. Yeah, the town is really weird. Like, actually, I like parts of it, and I don't like parts of it. I don't totally understand why my parents moved there, but their house is really <laughs> nice, and I think that's exactly, like, what they were looking for, so... Was the weather nice when you were out it there? It was fucking cold. It was yeah. really cold. Um, the cold sucks, man. Cold does suck, but it's also about to be, like, 120 here, so I prefer cold. Yeah, but the thing is, um, you know, everywhere you go, except for your car... Uh, has air conditioning. It's true. So, but you know what, dude? That could change. What if the electric, what if the power grid goes down? Yeah, what if it does? Then we're sweating. Everybody in Arizona dies immediately. <laughs> dude, I mean, a lot of people would. Yeah. The, I elder, mean, that the elderly. Happened. Remember when there was that heat wave in New York? A bunch of people died because no places in New York have AC. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, it would suck. <laughs> it fucking suck. Definitely would suck. It's so bad. I mean, dude, I was remember, I'm having flashbacks because I remember last time we did that Iration tour, which we're about to do like a similar one with them in Atmosphere this summer. But like that last tour three years ago or two years ago or whatever, there were some days that were fucking hot. Like I remember being on stage, like I'm gonna fucking faint. Like it was yeah, like it's gonna be a hot just one. Muggy, and I was so unhealthy and like drinking all the time and just not in any shape at all yeah there's no way that i'm gonna be doing that on this tour uh, i was just uh it's not dude it's like it's not sustainable it is more enjoyable to feel good on tour and be hydrated than it is to not yeah (laughs) it's dude like i remember playing new york and we were on that stage and the stage was black and the sun was just directly on us and i was like like you guys all slowly started getting shade the whole set. And I was like, fucking finally, like I'm about to get a little bit of shade and I just never got it. I was the only one in the sun for like the whole show. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I'm going to fucking die right now. It's brutal when, uh, when the sun is hitting the drums, it's extra brutal because the symbols act as mirrors. Yeah. And the sun is not only hitting your face directly, but it's bouncing off the symbols and projecting more sun into your face yeah. and all over your body. And it begins to be like just so fucking hot. Yeah, I'm not like really that. That, at, that uh, what was it? The slightly stupid show. Oh my god! At Mesa Amphitheater. That was so hot. That was I one was, of the hottest. I shows was unbearably hot during that show. It was like 115 out, and I felt I felt kind of like passing out at one point throughout the show. Yeah, it, it was like it's like a mental battle just to get through it, just to be like, hey, like you you're gonna be fine. But yeah. that, what was the worst part about that one? It's like usually we're in a green room and then we run out and it's really hot for like an hour and then we come back inside and then we're okay. But when we played at Mesa Amp with Slightly Stupid, 
there was like a flood the day before or something that ruined all the green rooms. So we had no green room. So the entire day, and we also had like no like vehicle there really. The entire day we were just standing outside in like 115 degrees with like no anything. We were just standing there like, oh fuck. Yeah. And so we had to do that the whole day. And then we went out there and none of our shit worked. Our hearts are all racing because we're like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like everything's broken because of the heat. But it's going to be a better summer. It's going to be a really dope summer uh, for anyone that's, you know, doesn't know. You probably do if you listen to the podcast, but we're going on tour this summer with Atmosphere and Iration for two months. Yeah. Uh, playing a lot of cities in the U.S., so... The Grouch, too. Most likely... Oh, yeah, the Grouch is on the on the tour as well. Uh, most likely, we're coming to a city near you. Yeah. Or the city that you live in, so go get tickets, Catastro.com. Uh, we got to rehearse for our Red Rock show. Yeah, we do. So I feel um, bad. We've made Tanner stand in the corner in the other room and not look at us. So Yeah, we turned the lights off, too. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. And Tanner, yeah, you can turn around now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. This is the Camp Podcast. And uh, yeah, go go to Catastro.com and get tickets for the upcoming tour this summer. So yes. Peace out. Soon. Later.